guys. It's another episode of What's the Plot. I'm Sean. My name is Mandy. And we're back. We're Welcome back. Hey, uh, of course, in the introduction, we stated what we we're going to kick this thing off with. The Witcher. The Witcher. Mm-hmm. So we're going to begin with the first episode. Mm-hmm. First of all, how are you? I'm all right about yourself. I'm doing well. Uh, since we last talked, have you watched anything new? I have, um, but the only thing that I have been watching is uh, House. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. What about yourself? I've been watching uh, YouTube videos, so that's pretty much it for me. Okay, all right. Uh, we can go ahead and get right on into the episode. All right, let's do it. Um, so, of course, we're going to be talking about episode one, and it is titled... The end's beginning. All right. First of all, what are your thoughts on the episode? Uh, I liked it. It was a good introduction. Mm-hmm. I liked the way it opened up. Mm-hmm. It was a bit, a bit different. Mm-hmm. And it actually made me want to get into it more. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things opened up. It's kind of long and drawn out. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of find, they kind of have to find their speed. But I guess by the history of the whole story and story writing of the Witcher and like the origins and all that, Mm -hmm. as far as book writing and video games, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. That it had a pretty good lead up to Mm -hmm. a pilot or introduction, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, So it drew me in. So, you know, it like it combines a lot of the things that I like. So swords, magic, uh, a little bit of politics here and there, not too much politics, mm-hmm. um, and some mystery. Right. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't too bad. I figured it's a good show because it's hard for you to get into stuff, especially if it starts off slow. Yes. I usually give things at least to the fourth or fifth episode to mm-hmm. kind of draw me in. Yeah. But I was drawn in. This one immediately drew me in. First episode, I actually would have been one to binge it a little bit, but mm-hmm. excuse me. Due to our schedules, we can't binge things and actually enjoy them yeah. together. So yeah. I have to take a little time to break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just like we're going to break it up for you guys, mm-hmm. split this thing into a few different. Um, so we're going to do episode by episode. Episode by episode. Mm-hmm. Kind of break it down, kind of throw a little fun facts here and there mm-hmm. about the whole setup. Mm-hmm. About maybe a few people's backgrounds, mm-hmm. if you're not really into it, or you're just watching it just like us, mm-hmm. just to kind of give you guys a well, feel for it. I think it's good to do it episode by episode, only because, like I said, we did not read the books, nor did we play the video games for this, so it'll be informative for us as well as other people. Right. So, we can go ahead and give a little bit of uh, quick notes on what we know about the show. So... Uh, of course, it was released on Netflix on December 20th. Right. Um, and they actually already announced a second season before the first season even came out. Right. But it's announced for 2021, so there's going to be a break in between. Okay. Um, so people are going to have to wait for that. Um, from what I know, the first season is actually based on the books, which I think are short stories. Mm-hmm. So those first two books are called The Last Wish and Sword of Destiny, which I am actually probably going to go ahead and give a read so I can get just a little bit more information because I'm sure they can't squeeze everything into Netflix. Yes. 
Um, and of course, people can see it's set during uh, medieval times, which I love period pieces. Yeah. So um, that was one of the things that also drew me in because of the time frame of it. Um, and so these couple of episodes that um, they put out, they're kind of sequenced a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that they're done, it's to give us information on who these people are um, and how they came to be. Um, and so uh, the main three characters, I guess you could say, uh, is Geralt of Rivia, who right. is the, ri- the Witcher, played mm-hmm. by Henry Cavill. And then you have Yennefer, who is a mage. Uh, did I pronounce that right? You mage? Said, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this actress's name. So I'm just going to say her first name, which is Anya, because I don't want to butcher her last name. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we have Siri or Princess Cirilla. So she's Princess of Sintra. And she's played by, is it Freya Allen? That looks about right. Okay. Unless it's Freya. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure uh, somebody will correct me on it. But yeah. I, don't, I hope I didn't pronounce it incorrectly. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about like how it opens up. So it opens with uh, Geralt, who is in a lake somewhere, which this story, I think, is set in a place called the continent. Okay. They mention that a lot. Um, and I think from what I was reading, that's what it's called. Uh, so it opens up with him killing a beast that is called a Kikimora, mm-hmm. which looks like an extremely large and disgusting spider. <laughs> yeah. With some with some with some um type of to me it looked like a face. A face like human features somewhat. Yeah. It's uh I don't know, it just looks really well, obviously it looks very bug like. Right. Which I hate. But uh it opened with it trying to eat a deer. Right. I guess it feeds off of, like, animals, flesh. Does it? I'm not sure. I okay. don't have to, like, look into, I don't know what their diet is, but, yeah, it looked like he was getting ready to eat that deer. Okay. Um, in which, um, then, obviously, Geralt comes, and he kills it. Yeah. Was he in the water? I can't remember. Okay, so this, this is what I remember. The scene opens up. It's just still water. It's the deer there, of course. Correct. And we see some movement in the water, mm-hmm. not like too crazy. And all of a sudden you see this big thing. And we have to, just a little context. In the first episode, mm-hmm. me personally, I kind of learned that Geralt, this witcher per se, and I'm guessing the whole culture of witchers at this point in time, mm-hmm. because yet we have not read the stories yet, mm-hmm. they get compensation for going around and killing these beasts or these animals. Correct, except for this one. Right. Which, uh, after he kills it, that's when he heads into town, which is Blaviken. Right. Um, he's looking for the alderman so that he can sell the uh, Kiki more for coin. Right. Um, and then he walks into uh, this pub asking where they can find the alderman. And he's not really accepted by the people that are there because they right. want him to basically leave immediately. Right. So it's more of a, a, a trade-off. It's more like when you go... Mm-hmm. and hack up a car to get the pieces to sell to the junkyard. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he needs coin for clothing, I think it is. Yeah, if, just living life period as well as that. But mm-hmm. in this part, yeah, like mm-hmm. clothing and stuff like that. And from what I see, it's almost like people have a love-hate relationship with uh, witchers. Right. So it's like, we need you to go out here and kill these things, but we also don't like you. We don't want you around because you're dangerous. It's like bad authority if that makes sense it's mm-hmm. like we want you around now mm-hmm. but once you're done you need to leave mm-hmm. so yeah. 
Um, and so um, he meets a young lady in the pub who goes by the name of Renfrey. So he's in there and he's talking to her. She basically like stops these people from uh, attempting to uh, attack him or whatever. Right. She orders the guy to give him something to drink and they have a conversation. He's not really sure who she is. Um, I don't think she knows who he is, right? Or is she just intrigued by him and that's why she I think it's more so intrigued. Okay. But I think a lot of people can kind of look and figure out who witchers are. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, they don't have a distinct look, do they? Right, because we'll talk about that another time. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they. I, I believe that they differ in look. Yeah. And it's something that they wear or it's a, a type of way that they carry themselves mm-hmm. that you know that they're a witcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so after he has a conversation with her, he actually ends up meeting uh, the alderman's daughter, which is Marilka. Okay. Um, and then she basically lets him know that her father is in, in need uh, of a kikimora. He's actually looking for some other uh, species or something or beast or something. Right. Um, and she recommends that he takes it to their wizard because he can use it for elixirs. And his name is Master Irian, but I think his name is also... Um, what is his name? It started with like an S or something, right? It does. I'm going to find it. But Strigobor. Strigobor. That's mm-hmm. his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then after he, she talks him into taking it to him, he goes and meets this guy, Strigobor, mm-hmm. and finds out that, in a sense, technically, he had this girl lead uh, Geralt. He finds out that this girl was basically sent to lead him over to uh, Stregovor. Right. Because Stregovor wants a favor from him. Right. Well, he'll pay him, but he wants a favor from him. As many of the characters mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. as you watch, but we're sticking to the episode one. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it's hard to stay on one episode, but uh-huh. I'm sure we'll have a wrap up. Mm-hmm. But right now, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do like about. Uh, Geralt and what I learned like from this particular episode is he just doesn't just let anybody talk him into doing anything. Right. So he asks questions. He's like, okay, well, the part that I found funny where he told him that um, basically like that prophecy didn't rhyme, like all prophecies rhyme. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he doesn't just do stuff because people want him to. And he yeah. tries to find uh, logic in things before he just goes out and just does it. Yeah, he has integrity about the work that he does, even though it seems like he's a uh, a back alley mechanic in a mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. of how you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, another thing that uh, I we well they did a lot in this episode is they talk about the lesser evil a lot, mm-hmm. and I guess that's the way that they uh, kind of go about stuff, which is kind of weird. You know, people do that, like, in life, where they're like, oh, but it's the lesser of two evils, and it's like, but it's still two evils. So. Like e- like elections, but this is yeah. not a pol- political uh, pol- political <laughs> no, so we're not going to do that, but <laughs> yeah. you get it, if yeah. you know, have some type of sense. Yeah, um, and he basically, like, tells him in this scene, he's like, well, I'm not going to choose, I'm not going to choose, so, um, and I don't know if the guy is, like, intrigued by this, because he decides that he's not going to do that, but it's just mm-hmm. like... You know, yeah. he starts looking at him kind of weird. Um, and so, basically, he wants him to kill her because of something called the Curse of the Black Sun. So, it's like right. all of these girls that were born um, mm-hmm. during that Black Sun, 
and he said they all had internal mutations. Right. So he actually took some of them, locked them away, um, trying to cure them and everything like that, and they still ended up dying. Of course, he did autopsies on their bodies and stuff, trying to find these mutations. Right. Um, and then come to find out, the reason that he would like for him to kill Renfrey is because she was one of those girls born during that time. Right. And uh, he actually sent somebody out to kill her, um, but she ended up killing him, and so now she's coming after um, him. So that's the reason why he wants uh, Witcher to kill her, and he basically tells him no. Yeah. Um, and in hindsight, in reference, the men that she stopped, excuse me, the men that she stopped were actually with her. Yeah, we'll get to that part. Yeah, we'll get to that part, but mm-hmm. just to give you guys that mm-hmm. that that paya moment, and then it's gonna be another little paya moment. So <laughs> there you go. Um, and then so uh, after that, it transitions basically over to uh, Princess Cirilla or Siri, and she's like in this town square, mm-hmm. uh, dressed like a normal person, and she's out there playing games with uh, some of her friends. So then, of course, the guards show up and they're like, well, we need you to come with us because there's some royal um, event or something that she has to be at. Right. Um, she lives with her grandmother, who is the queen, who mm. I actually like. She's a boss. She is. I like her. And she plays no games. <laughs> she she really doesn't. Uh, she really is about her business. Uh, she's out on the front line, as she should be. And she's scrappy. Yes, yes. Uh, so I do like her a lot. Um, another thing about it, they do have a lot of people of color on the show, which I like. I, I like that, too. Mm-hmm. It's a very diverse cast, yep. whether it's background people or people mm-hmm. that have an actual main role in that episode or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. So then after they um, do whatever their little royal cer- ceremony is, uh, they have a feast, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and the queen is at the table talking to her husband, which is named Ice. I believe his name is. Is it East or Ice? I think it's more like East, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I'm sure you're right. Um, and they're talking about the world, the world, the war uh, with Nilfgaard, and he was telling her how he was seeing omens of war. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of like brushed it off. She's like, ah, nah, that's not going to happen. They're better off going here than coming here. Right. All of these other things. And, you know, they're, they have these things going on in the background, people dancing. And one of her, I think it's one, actually one of her friends, Walks up and asks her, uh, Siri, ask her yeah. to go ahead and dance. And so she's out on the dance floor. But while she's on the dance floor, right, um, someone walks up and tells the queen basically like, hey, uh, Nilfgaard is actually on their way here. Yeah. Um, because she actually doubted that they would. And so now they're actually on their way. And uh, I don't think she prepared for it. No, I don't think they were prepared for it either. Well, I, I think that they were taking certain precautions because I do remember them saying that they had ships on the way, which we will also get to in a second. But they mentioned having some ships on the way. But I just don't – I think they were preparing, but they definitely obviously weren't fully prepared. They felt like they maybe had another season or so to actually fully prepare if that was the case. I think they kind of uh, disregarded mm-hmm. and didn't really – Put any rush on it. I don't think she thought they were coming at all. Right, so she felt like she had more seasons to prepare mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. but they came. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. At the, they, they, yes, yeah, they did. At the 
Big surprise. Uh, right. <laughs> and then so uh, we see uh, Gerald's in the woods, uh, and it looks like Renfri has actually followed him out there. Okay. So she starts telling him about some of the things that she's endured while she was on the run. So if you remember uh, Struggleboard talking about him sending somebody in the woods to kill her, I believe this is the guy she's talking about when she said he actually raped her. Oh, okay. And then let her go. Yeah. Um, which is pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has talked about like how she had to either kill people or be killed. Had she had to steal, you know, to be able to eat, things like that. Mm-hmm. So she's been through a lot just having to basically be on the run, and she was a princess at some point. Right, okay, yeah. She's a concubine. Right. Um, so, yeah, they have their uh, scene, and then it go ahead and changes over to uh, Sentra, and Nilfgaard are actually getting ready to go to war. So here's where it gets started. So we have the Queen and Iced. Uh, they are leading the charge. Um, we have the princess. She stowed away uh, with a guard and Malsak, who I think is like a wizard. Some like a, like a wizard or some type of sorcerer <coughs> or something like that. And to give us like a time frame, she said she's been uh, basically locked away for like two days, I believe. Okay. Uh, she's been in there with that guard and Malsak, making sure that she is okay and that she is safe. So they show us the battle and... It is a lot going on. I mean, people's heads are getting cut off. Mm-hmm. People are getting stabbed in the throat. Um, you all, name it. Everything's all, going on. All what you expect from mm-hmm. a scene like that and in I that like time it. frame. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I gory. like the battle scenes. As long as they're done well, I like them. Yeah. Really good choreography. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and while this battle is going on, the queen learns basically that the ships are not coming to help them because a storm has stopped them from making it there on time. Oh, right. I didn't catch that part. Yeah. So, okay. So uh, it's kind of like a oh shit moment. Yeah. And it's like we need, basically need to start retreating. So as they get ready to start retreating, her husband is actually shot in the head with an arrow. Right. And dies. On yeah. the battlefield. And she just, like, loses it after that. Right. Which is very much so understandable. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she takes off running towards whoever the commander is of the Nilfgaard. The guy with the little feather hat. Right. I think he's more of a, a archer. Maybe he's, like, one of the main archer type guys or whatever. I think he's a commander. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, let me Let me take a step back here. The scene in the opening of the... When they're on the battlefield, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It was it was a good look. A standoff. The standoff before they go into arms and fighting each other, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure it's a technical term for it, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. It was like you can see like the vast the difference between the 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 troops on both sides, like mm-hmm. the armies on both sides. It was like a major difference, and they really needed that upper hand from mm-hmm. those ships. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, and it sucks that they weren't able to make it there. But especially during those times, I mean, anytime you're at sea. Yeah. I mean, the sea's going to win. So. True. They can stop you from doing whatever. So. But yeah, um, I think the choreography for this was pretty good. I mean, I'm no, like, expert on, like, battle choreography or anything of that sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, a lot of the major history and stuff behind it. But from what I can tell. It looked good to me. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so after the queen takes off running, then it changes over 
uh, to showing series. She's at the castle. She's just walking around the halls because, you know, she has nothing else to do. Right. She's walking around. She sees these people in there. People are praying and, you know, people look scared because mm-hmm. they know. She may not know everything that's going on, but they know what's going on. Right. Um, and people, obviously, they want to win the war. They want to make sure that the queen and everybody is okay. And so after a little bit of time passes and her walking through the hall, she hears this yelling and this noise down the hall. She takes off running back down the hall. Mm-hmm. And she sees that her grandmother has made it back and she's been injured. So, of course, that, as most children, will make you emotional uh, to see that she's been injured. She's like, are you going to be okay? And I also noticed that, and it'll be a point for later on, she asked her grandmother, was she dying? And she said, oh, no, when I die, it'll be way more dramatic than this. Yeah. Right. Um, so, uh, then she starts telling Siri, obviously that Sentry is under attack, that, uh, Ice is dead, and, uh, how she's gonna have to eventually rule Sentra, which is, I mean, I guess that's something that we would see develop later on, because if they lose the war, how is she gonna take over Sentra, you know what I mean? Unless yeah. she's gonna come back and rightfully take it over. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm assuming so. Right? And it's, it's also a lot to take in at one moment. It at is. At a moment like that. For a kid. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then so we see the battle continue on. And then uh, Malsak, he starts to use some of his magic. You can see him doing it with his hands to create a barrier. Right. Between the castle gates and the soldiers that are trying to come through. So they run up to this barrier and then they start bouncing back and they notice like, oh, crap, we can't get through. Right. Um, and so he basically tries to hold it for like as long as he can. So I actually like Malsack too. Oh, I like Malsack too. <laughs> I like him. Um, so then we see Geralt. Uh, he is uh, in the forest again. He's talking to his horse, whose name is Roach. Roach, Roach. <laughs> and then uh, Renfrey walks up and, you know, they start having a conversation about some things. And then from what it looks like, I can't tell if it was an illusion for him or if they actually had sex. What I do you think, think I think it was more so of a spell. Like you I think she put, I think she put him under something. I know she was saying like these things to him, uh, which we'll get to later on. I know she was saying like these things to him. I don't know if she gave him something. I don't know if she did some type of spell or something or like what it was. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know if they actually had sex or not, but from what it looked like, it looks like they did, but they could have not had. It could have just been like an illusion or just like something that she did to him, basically. Yeah, I mean, it could have happened, but also we have to remember that we haven't read the books. Yes. So that may be something that's detailed in there that we don't know about yet. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um. So then, of course, we get back to the battle. And the army, because Malsat can hold it no longer, the army is able to breach the gates. Right. Um, and then the queen basically decides it's time to concede. So they decide to start. it's time to start administering this liquid, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure exactly what the liquid is. I probably have to look into that. Some type of poison, though, or something mm-hmm. like that. Basically, it helps people commit suicide. Right. Um, they show a lot of the citizens being killed, you know, necks being cut things of that nature, which yeah. is really, really sad. Really gruesome. It is. Um, the queen 
she starts trying to give Siri like these last minute lessons on like ruling and leadership and things that she can use in the future. The future. Yeah. Um, and then she asks for her cloak to be brought out so that she can be escorted from the castle, which I'm sure is very, very hard. So it's like you're losing your home, mm-hmm. and then you see your grandmother injured. The only you don't know what's gonna happen to her, honestly. The only parent that you really have. Exactly. Which I'm not sure exactly what happened to her parents. Maybe we'll see that later on. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, but it's just kind of sad to see. And so, as you know, they bring her cloak in and they're getting ready to start walking her out the door. Um, she does this scream, which kind of like shakes the room. Right. I'm not sure exactly what her powers or anything is. I'm sure we'll learn that later on too. Right. And we didn't know anything at this point as well. Yes. Because we're speaking only on episode one. Exactly. So yeah, no spoilers except for if you're trying to not watch episode one and you listen to this. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then they, you know, they say their goodbyes and everything and her grandmother gives her one last message, which is to find Geralt because he is her destiny, which right. we will also learn about later on. Right. Um, then uh, Siri leaves with the guard, and then that leaves the queen and Malsack in the room. And then she basically says to Malsack, like, yeah, I noticed it too. That's why they're here. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming we're going to learn more about whoever this commander guy is, what his whole, like, thing Bec- is. Because he, yeah, he... We still don't. I don't. I don't remember catching a name. I don't know if I don't know. I don't think I and, anything either. And I believe if you look in the credits at this point, even up until where the point that we actually are at now, there's still no uh, credit. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, I'm going to direct back to the books. Maybe already in the books, I'm sure he has a name mm-hmm. sooner. But yep. at this point, not on the. Excuse me. Where where we are at mm-hmm. on the actual series Mm -hmm. he hasn't been named and then um so she and Malsack they say their goodbyes and they you know you see them giving out these liquids Mm -hmm. you know for these families to take which is actually very very sad yeah um so it also shows Siri she's leaving out she's going through this tunnel and then another really really sad part which is uh Something that we saw in Game of Thrones, which is kind of traumatizing. The queen yeah. jumped out of the window. Yeah. Um, which kind of took me back a little bit. It, did it take you back to Game of Thrones or did it take you aback? It took me aback. All right, there we go. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know what she was getting ready to do. I didn't know if she was going to fight to like her last breath. But I know she also mentioned they don't take hostages. Right. They torture. So... Uh, and kill. see her jump out the window. It's kind of sad because she's this really, from what you can tell, she's this really strong character. She doesn't take anything from anybody. Right. But I guess at the same time, she understands, like, when you've lost, you've lost. And the rules of war. And I think she's also had battles and things that she was about series age, I think series said. Yeah. She's been fighting for a, a minute. She's very confident in her skills up until this point. Mm-hmm. And she's, to be somebody's grandmother... Mm-hmm. You have to be somewhat of an age. I'm, the actress that played her looks very mm-hmm. young. She doesn't look like an older lady, but I'm sure mm-hmm. she's like deemed to be like an older woman, maybe in her 50s, which is still not old. But you know, they also used to have kids much younger back then. That's very true. So yeah. her grandmother might be in her early 40s or something. Could be. People did have kids back when they were like 
those times very, are like twelve to fifteen, you have a child. Yeah. So yeah, but she's a very young grandmother. Mm-hmm. It looks like, and she's very experienced in her sword, mm-hmm. in her knowledge of war, and also ruling over her, her yeah, over center, over her her kingdom, over her home. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Um, and then another, you know, sad piece of it is you see the families drinking this liquid and dying. And then the part where the father is stabbing himself in the neck. Yeah, that's really uh, disturbing. That was very disturbing. It's very, very sad to, because they know, you know, if they catch you, either they're going to kill you or you kill yourself. You have to know that it's not a game. Like to inflict something like that upon yourself you just have to so somebody. Really know. Just so somebody else wouldn't just come and you don't know if they're going to cleanly cut your head off mm-hmm. or stab you and mm-hmm. stab you over and over again or mm-hmm. beat you. And you don't know what they're going to do. Women have to worry about the rape aspect of it. All. Right. So, yeah, really, really sad to just see that. But that family of three where, you know, the son is like, oh, what's going on? He's like he's taking a nap like he's yeah. or he's just like chilling or something like just oh. trying to sleep through whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, you also see the city burning, you know, as yeah. these families are dying. The whole city is just like a mess at this point, basically. Yeah. Uh, Siri is being led from the city, and Mousesack turns back. I think he turns back to fight some people. Okay. And then, you know, Siri is still leaving, but she has this guard on horseback with her. And she's asking him questions and things like that before he could even say anything. Arrow goes right through the back of the bit. The same guy? Yeah, same guy. Um, and then she's snatched up by the man in black. Yeah, just the same guy that shot the arrow through her grandmother, the queen's uh, husband's mm-hmm. eye and head, however you want to put it. I think it was in his eye, but it was still in his head. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Same one who released that deathly mm-hmm. blow yeah. on a... This entire scene is very scary and sad at the same time. Yeah, I thought that they were going to catch her and it was going to be one of those things where she go with them after the, the guy. I didn't think she was going to run. No, the uh, Siri. I didn't think well, she, he captured her. He did. He captured her for a minute, but I didn't think she was going to even try to run. I thought that she was going to be so confused and so uh, Well, she stiff. was there for a second by the guard's body, and that's how he got her. Right, but I thought she was going to be just so like... That was it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like the end of her as far as episode one goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, scene changes over and mm-hmm. the witcher wakes up and he finds himself under some kind of enchantment mm-hmm. where, you know, we talked about her. She was leaning over him and she was saying these these things to him. So we're not exactly sure what's going on right about now. About to get to the good part. Exactly. <laughs> um so he gets up and then he goes back to uh, Blaviken mm-hmm. and he's met by these same men from the pub and he finds out that they are sent to fight him by Renfrey. And Blaviken is the same place where he initially came to find the, what's that? Where he brought the Kikimor. He brought the Kikimor to mm-hmm. sell mm-hmm. for coin. Back yeah. to you. And then so, of course, uh, battle ensues, ensues, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the part that brought me in. Mm-hmm. He killed every last one of them, and he did it with style. So much style. <laughs> it was so good. Finesse. I mean, cuts on cheeks, 
cutting people's heads off. And then the guy who talked the most crap, I don't even know if he got a licking. No. He 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 was kind of a punk to me because he talked all that crap. Uh-huh. And then we find we find him at the end all the way in the back. Yes. During the battle. He's at the very back. It's like, how did you even get back? How did you <laughs> get back there? Like, yes. when it first started, he's like, oh, pretty much like popping his crap again. Uh-huh. And then like, I'm like, oh, man, he already killed him. And I'm like, oh, how did this dude get to the back? Yeah. He must have ran to the back. He didn't go to the back to get no extra <laughs> knives. No well, he had potions. this big old like machete like type thing and didn't do anything with it. It don't matter. This is the part that drew me in. He got taught a lesson. He did. This is the part that brought me in. I was like, Yo, Gerald, I'm here. The scene with the <laughs> Yes. Yo, the scene with the blade to the mouth to the head. Uh-huh. Where he slicing him like a ham. Yeah. See, my granddaddy was a butcher. Mm-hmm. But that boy the witcher cut. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, <laughs> he was, cut him. This was my favorite scene of the entire episode. It was a great action scene. Very, very good. Um, and then, so, Renfrey shows up, and she has Maroka hostage. And uh, Renfrey is threatening to kill everybody unless Dragobor shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, they also end up in battle, and he's trying to tell her, like, no, because if our swords touch, basically, like, we're going to have to go. We're yeah. going to have to go through with this. Um, they, that's, some, that's some gangster stuff to say right yeah. there. Hey, if <laughs> they, you turn up, I'm turning up too. <laughs> and that's it. They, you know, and then battle ensues. They fight and um, he ends up killing her. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after all of that, um, scene changes over and then we see the man in black and he has Siri with him on horseback. They're riding, looks like towards the woods. Yeah. Um, she does whatever that scream is again, and then they fall off the horse, mm-hmm. and then they start to struggle. She gets away from him. She screams again, and then her scream knocks over like this entire, this large like rock pillar, like some type. Yeah, it hits the ground. I wonder if that's some type of like. It was some type of rock or something it, special. It was weird mm-hmm. because the earth kind of like split. It it kind of like yeah, it split. Yeah. So I don't. I wonder how much. I don't know, but it you know it dropped and then made the earth split. That made that gap in between them, and she was able to run off towards the woods. Right. Uh, so she was able to uh, escape from him. Yeah. Um, then we get back to Blaviken, and here comes Stregobor, and the town shows up. Everybody wants to see what's going on. So Stregobor sees that uh, Renfri is dead, and immediately he wants to take her body and do an autopsy. Yeah. He's so, kind of creepy, but yeah. He is. Uh, but they were saying, like, you know, how he uses certain things for, like, elixirs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think he, I don't think he's, like, a mad scientist or anything, but I just think he has this thing where he has to know. You know, he, I guess he wants to know if he's right or not. I don't right. know. Um, and Geralt ends up putting the sword to his neck, and he's like, no. You know, he stops him from touching her, and he tells uh, Stregobor, like, I can't remember exactly what he said to him. But it was in a sense, it's like, you touch her, and I'm... I'm going to do you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense, basically. Um, and then Stregobor basically realizes that she also got to him. So he says that her mutation basically allows her to influence people. Right. So those guys that were in the pub, they were influenced by her then, actually. Right. Shebang. <sighs> they were influenced by her in the pub. Mm-hmm. And they were influenced by her when they were out in the square fighting. Right. Um, and I'm assuming that's what also happened in the woods. Okay. With them. Right. 
Um, and he notices it. And then somehow Boy was able to turn this and then guilt him, you know, and for what happened. And then tell him, like, basically, you chose. You chose the lesser evil, and you don't even know if it was the right one. When you watch, I think Boy kind of maybe did some type of spell or did some type of uh, casting or something because it was like, oh, like, pretty much like, look what he did. Look what he did. Like, oh, you oh, mean, like, on the town? Yeah. Yeah, because people start throwing rocks. Everybody starts judging him, basically. And if you pay attention to the the scene within with uh Gerald and Renfrey in the woods, she like it's like a voice or something where she's like pretty much saying like they're gonna stone you. So like this oh, she did yeah, say that. Yeah. So like this whole uh force foreshadowing like seeing this happens, mm-hmm. it comes true. It mm-hmm. comes to uh, fruition, like her saying this, which didn't make sense. And she says some other things about like mm-hmm. the girl in the woods. But it's she said a, she'll go with you wherever you go, right? Right. So it's like it's a double, double. It's a double whammy. Mm-hmm. It's a double whammy. Just mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Um. And so basically, they tell him to leave and never come back. I can see what you mean, maybe about when it comes to Stregobor, because even though he saved Maroka's life, she's like, you need to leave and never return. You know, the girl who Renfrey had. She had the knife up to her throat. Oh, okay, yeah. She basically told her, I mean, or it could have just been like, oh, my God, you did all this. Leave and never return. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. really know what that was about. Um, so basically he gets up off the ground. He kind of leans over Renfrey and takes her brooch, it looks yeah. like. Um, and then basically, like, he leaves. And so the show actually ends with uh, Siri uh, running through the woods. Exactly. And that's all of episode one. And that was the plot on that part mm-hmm. right there. Long um, episode. I feel like we got a lot to learn. I'm sure people are going to correct us on some things. We're going to correct ourselves on some things. And <laughs> we can learn from people, people are, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like people are going to correct us and we're going to correct ourselves because I'm sure there are people out there that have read this series front to back several times and like this is their thing. You know, sometimes people catch on to things way earlier and mm-hmm. then other people catch on years later and like, I've been on this. So mm-hmm. it's somebody out there right now with like, Witcher gear, mm-hmm. the book that has to do with the Witcher several times over, video games, all types of stuff. I think uh, it could be a mixture. It could be a group of people who strictly play video games. It could be people who just read the books. It could be people who did both. And from my understanding, uh, the show will be based on um, those short stories. And then I guess the video games are kind of like a continuation of the books itself. Mm. I wonder do people dress as the Witcher at Comic Con and stuff like that. I'm absolutely sure people cosplay as the because there's so many characters, so many things that we don't even know about, and Witcher being one, mm-hmm. and it's such like a great story so far. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of frustrated when I seen that they renewed it for 2021. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. come on, exactly. I needed a little bit like give it to us that saying, you know, like the whole Game of Thrones thing was like. All right, we gave it to you this mm-hmm. summer. We won't see you guys until next summer. Yeah, when they skip that right. year. Right. Then when they skip that year, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I need my fix. Exactly. I've been waiting on this. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess in a sense, you know, it could be a recording thing, you know. Yeah. Any time, in between. There's no telling what the actors and actresses, actresses have to do uh, in between this. And, of course, you want to make sure that you do it right. So that could be why they're uh, taking their time with everything. But I know what you mean. It's like, okay, this was good. 
Yeah. I need to see some more after this. Yeah. But um, I think they were saying, like, basically they had this show kind of, like, planned out for a few seasons. So the guy that plays The Witcher also plays DC Superman, right? He you does. told me. That's yeah. what you told yep. me. Yep. So he might be, uh, he's one of those actors, it looks like, that he may be sought out for many roles. So, mm-hmm. like you said before, in a conversation before even being on the pod, uh, he might be doing other stuff. There's other people that are doing stuff. And you have to be understanding about that, mm-hmm. even though you want your fix. And it's like... Dude, you're doing Superman 2 or whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. We don't care. We want yeah. you to be the Witcher, exactly. bro. Like, <laughs> we need to finish this story. But uh-huh. yeah, schedules and budgets are a big part of things. Yeah. So, um, but I just want to say, as far as like the acting in this first episode, mm-hmm. was very, very good. It was, it was exceptional. It was great. It was good. The thespianism or mm-hmm. thespianship, however you guys want to say it. Mm-hmm. The acting was great. The actors picked was great. I think it was a good mixture mm-hmm. as far as actors. There's some people that I've never seen before. Yeah, and I and, like that. And I'm sure that these are people that have great experience and they've been in other things before, but I've never seen them before in mm-hmm. the, the few things that I watch. Yeah, yeah. So it was mm-hmm. it was a great, great casting thus far. Mm-hmm. Great storytelling thus far. The actors did an amazing job. The mm-hmm. directorship, whoever did the... Choreography mm-hmm. so far, especially talking about in further episodes, did a great job. So, yep, yeah, pretty good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I like it. Um, I didn't know if I was gonna like it or not because I didn't know very much about it, but I'm excited. Episode I'm, one has me excited. You know, I'm excited uh, uh, when I'm excited about something because I always try to input myself as the black version of it because <laughs> I'm like, oh man, where's the black witcher? I want to be the black witcher. Why don't you cosplay as the witcher? Oh, that'd be fire! Then give me a. Then you could be the black version. Yeah, give me a. Give me one of those wigs. I even wear a little, uh, like white blonde hair, whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do, like we mentioned earlier, I do like that they have people of different colors. Right. In this show. Yeah. Uh, so there's kind of representation for everybody in a sense. Yeah, very much so. I, I, I like dig it. it. I, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna continue to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hate when we're done with all the episodes mm-hmm. i mean we still have we can still come on here and talk about all the episodes but eventually that'll be over as well mm-hmm. but i'll be patiently waiting for the next season mm-hmm. i mean i mean it's so much tv to watch but yes. right now we're on the witcher it's so much tv to watch not everything is entertaining not everything is entertaining mm-hmm. that's a fact yeah. and not everything has a good plot no it does not so i mean I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see what else is going to happen. Yeah, every every everything is not good. No. <laughs> so that wraps up uh, episode one of The Witcher, and we yeah. will see you all next time with episode two of The Witcher. And that was what's the plot. See you guys later. Bye. All right.